Welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes when you ask yourself what's bothering you right now. My guest this week is Sadia Abu Baker, and some of her roles include podcast host, public speaker, and workshop facilitator in Wales. I really enjoyed getting to know Sadia and hearing her story, and I'm excited to share some of her work that she's doing with you. So without further ado, let's get started with this episode featuring Sadia Abu Baker. So currently right now, I host a podcast and um, I've put a pause on my podcast for now because I'm uh, producing um, another podcast for a youth organization and the reason why I decided to take that up because the idea was very similar to what I wanted to do for my podcast but for season two and I really believe in like collaborating with other people if other people have the same mission you know come together collaborate with them and you know um, it's, it's, it's a bigger platform because they already have those established uh, networks so that's one part of, of what I do. So that's podcasting. Another part, which is really exciting for me, is workshop facilitation. So I take all of the experiences that I've been able to have over the seven, eight years that I've been on this journey. And I kind of like to give back now by sharing that with my with my peers. And I share it in workshops and with the workshops are tailored for young people. And because I'm a young person myself, when they look at me, like they can re- they can relate to me in, a, in in some sort of way. There's there's always that certain connection because that that there's that relatability there. So I provide like the tools and, and the tips and the practical steps that that they can take to change their lives as well. And uh, the last part of, of it is um, is kind of contributing to to campaigns. So I don't have my own campaign, but I love to contribute to. Other, cam- uh, other other campaigns. I'll work with organizations, mental health organizations, organizations that are fighting for racial inequality or organizations that uh, really believe in youth empowerment. They'll have whatever projects that they'll have, they might come to me and they want my insight or they want me to get involved in some sort of way. And I'll, you know, do my best and contribute to that as well. So right now, that's that's where I'm at right now. Thank you for coming on the show, Sadia. And I would love for you to tell me some about your background and maybe some of the challenges that you faced. And I guess just tell me more about the story that got you to this point where you felt like you could use your voice for positive change and get started with Sadia Speaks. Can you tell me more about what led to doing this work for you? Yeah, so um, my journey started in, uh, so I'm in, I'm in the UK, so you've got comprehensive school, and for you, I think that's high school, so it's started comprehensive school, I'm, I'm right now, I'm at university, which I think for you, that's like, that's college, and I think I was about 13, 12, 13 at the time, and I'm really fortunate to have, to have gone to a school that, that valued people's voice, and I think that is really, really important. Because when you go to a school that values people's voice, it means you are you are listened to and they you are, you are cared about your your voice. Like when you bring forward your opinion on something, 
you know that you're listened to and you because you see the action straight after it so that's the first key thing because then when I was able to see that oh I'm listened to I just kept on kind of um I kept on raising my voice in the sense and then ultimately that allowed me to not have a f- not have that fear of like sharing my sharing my uh, voice and, and my opinion so it all started in comprehensive school and it started through so we have something called like school council which is like kind of like school rep so you get to represent your entire year group and you come to you come together um you discuss the issues with the, with the schools and issues related to, to the, st- the students, um, you might have ideas. So I remember the first thing that I really cared about was like anti-bullying because uh, I'm not going to say I was bullied myself, but I did receive a lot of racial discrimination. And because I started wearing the scarf at a young age as well, I received Islamophobia as well. So I, I felt really passionate about about that. So I was online one day and I came across this campaign called uh, Anti-Bullying Pro by the Diana Award. And um, they had this they had this program where they would go into school and like they would train the students in the school how to be anti-bullying ambassadors. So how to kind of like uh, speak out against bullying and, and what they could what, what could they change and put systems in place in their schools so they could really call that out um, so I, I managed to actually convince the the school and the headship team to bring that organization in to train us and it was absolutely like great um, and I stayed on I actually like it's really funny because normally with school council you just you just save for like a year but I ended up staying for like three years and got so many different experiences like uh, getting to interview some of the teachers even um, I got to interview we, we were having a new head teacher and a lot of the time like you know the head teacher that was leaving he was there for like years so it was just like it was very crazy to me to be you know uh, to just have that luck in the sense like I get to interview um uh the, the future head head teacher and like we have the voice and making a making a decision or we get we get to like sit and like ask questions and it was just a great experience and we'd get to go to like really big forums and you're meeting other students from other schools and discussing really important topics like human rights and you're like speaking in front of like hundreds hundreds of students so that really really allowed me to like grow uh grow in my my confidence so that was one part of it and then I got involved with um with a program called the young ambassadors program and it's it was it was by an organization called the youth sport trust and that was more related to like facilitation of sports and and um encouraging your peers to take part in sports and so I got involved with that program and that was like a completely new chapter then and it and, and it's literally brought me to where I am today if it wasn't for that program I actually don't know where I would be and that program is like a pathway so when you begin uh you begin at the lowest level and that's like bronze and then you have silver I began at silver then you have gold then you have platinum um and you just have more responsibilities at each stage you have more responsibilities you're trained more there's different opportunities and so that's that's in terms of like the levels that's the that's the difference as you make your way up and so as I started at, at silver and there was like seven of seven seven of us in our in my school and we would literally just volunteer we would help out with all the sports events going on um, anything sports related we'd be in, involved involved with that uh, but I was 
also doing a lot of volunteering in my community so I would be volunteering at like the sports events in my community as, as, as well and that allowed me to progress onto gold um, and then at gold I was like okay this that's when I began to it, it, I began to reflect a bit like oh gosh like this is actually you know this is actually something really really big here and because there was only four gold ambassadors in my entire city so now we went from being you know about maybe let's say 60 silver young ambassadors in in the entire city now there's only four gold and so now I'm and now you're representing your entire city so when you're when you're going to the conferences you're meeting the other ambassadors that are you know representing their towns their counties or their cities so for me, it was a really, really big deal, especially after I came back from the conference. You get to go to this conference and you get to um, meet the other ambassadors, but you get to also do a lot of like workshops and learn a lot as well about how you can become a better leader. So when I came back from that, I was like, this is something completely different. And I don't it's a, such a big privilege and a big responsibility. And I don't want to just have the name like, oh, yeah, you're a gold ambassador like that. That's great. But like. For me, it, it meant more to me than just the name. So then I kind of started thinking to myself, like, what is it that I want to do here? Like, I want to make a difference. And I started asking myself, like, what is it that currently really, um, what's the thing that really bothers me? Like, I literally just sat down and asked myself this question. I think I was around like 16 at the time. So I was asking myself, like, what both what's bothering me right now in terms of sports facilitation? You're like, what's bothering me? And um at the time, like I mentioned to you, I'm, you know, I was still, I'm still, I was still wearing my the, the scarf and I would, I was going to athletics competitions and I realized that I was the only, like, I was, I was the only Muslim girl there and Muslim girlfriends, they would, you know, they would, they would have an interest in sports. So for me, I was like, you know, the barrier isn't that they don't want, not interested and they don't want to get involved they do want to get involved there's just some other mental challenges and other blocks that that we need to come around and I was like okay why don't why can't I be that person that like just breaks down some of those barriers for them uh because I remember when I would post some of my you know some of my videos from training I mean I'd get some of the, some of these girls would be coming up to me and they're like how do we sign up so it made me realize like okay if I you know do things like you know put out videos or or facilitate sessions like the the girls are going to be interested and so I started thinking about okay and I was going to start college at the time so I was going to move from school into college so I was like okay I'm going to have to find out who the sports coordinator is at the college so the member of staff that I would need to speak to but before that let me speak to the girls at the college and find out from them what what would they like and what would I need to do to make sports more accessible for them because for me I didn't have any challenges but I knew they had the challenges and unless I unless I found out what they were I'm not going to be able to like accomplish my mission of making sports accessible for them and when I asked them you know they gave me all the answers and that was great and I took that to the sports coordinator 
and you know it's really supportive I mean the college was really supportive and that's another thing I don't think I would have been able to do all the things that I've done if I didn't have that support around me and so he told me like okay like this is what we can do you know we can provide you with the space for you to do your own sports sessions we can give you the transport because college is bigger you have different campuses so we can give you the transport and you know every other week so every Wednesday every other week we would take the bus, go to a different campus. I'd ask the I'd ask the girls what sports you know that they'd want to do, and then we do we do exactly that, and you know that made me progress then from gold to platinum. Where now you're getting you're getting more training, and it's more intense training. So you get to go on these like three day residential trips, and you're trained by like one of the top education consultants, in my opinion, and you're you're getting trained on things like goal setting decision making team building uh leadership networking like all all the things that like I mean now looking back I'm like wow like you know some adults don't even get this type of training like this is life-changing stuff I mean it really did change my perspective on so many different things and I was seeing the difference that it was also making on my studies and my because it, it changes your mindset it's a mindset thing um and I saw the the changes in my leadership uh, as well. So all of all of that, and I think that ended in I think I finished that. It was a whole year, and I finished that in I want to say twenty twenty yeah twenty twenty. And obviously, then we had the pandemic, and the pandemic came and put a hold on everything. And that was that was the time where I was just for me anyway. I was doing a lot of reflection, reflection, and. In, in March, we obviously had the, the death of George Floyd and the uh, resurgence of the Black Lives Matter movement. And that came, like, because of everything that was going on on social media, that brought up so many of my own experiences that I had just repressed. Uh, you know, like the school that I had went to, it was predominantly white. Uh, and so I experienced, like, so much, like, hate and uh, racism and Islamophobia from, like, other students and even teachers. But a lot of it I had repressed. And now that, like, we were having these discussions online, now, now there was, like, explanations for me to then... Uh, go back and process some of those experiences and that was really difficult because it's like it's as if you're it's as if that experience is happening all over again right in front of you but it's like you're just you're just able to process it well and it just built up a fire inside of me like this is so wrong because I was able to understand the impact that it had on me and the impact that it had on me was like I didn't have any self-esteem and I didn't think that I was like with you I didn't think that I deserved to accomplish like great things and I would doubt myself a, a, a lot and these experiences were the experiences that allowed me to uh to be like okay Sadi you do have a lot of potential you do deserve to do great things and you are capable of doing those things if it wasn't for all these experiences and opportunities I still think I would would, I'd have a complete different perception of myself and of my worth as well and so I was like that is completely unfair like how you know I, I just started thinking about my peers like so many of my peers would have these uh, experiences as well but it's going to impact them in different ways and it's not nice when I know that for some of them it's going to it's going to impact them in such a negative way you know they might not be able to do well in school thinking about like their mental health and it just built up a fire inside of me and when it comes to like social action 
or anything you want to do you also have to educate yourself first so I sought out the opportunity and the opportunity came to do a peer research project and it was on racism in education so I was able to then do that like deep uh, um, qualitative like research on you know young people's experiences of racism in the education system in Wales which is the country that I live in in the UK and after that the fire just grew inside of me even more because now I'm like hearing about all of these experiences and like okay I've got to do something and I just started speaking out I just started speaking out started speaking about my experiences started speaking about uh you know the um the other young people's experiences and because of the the peer research project we focused on we focused on like the um the recommendations so what young people want to see and what they think should change and how it should be changed so it's like it kind of gave the solution so I was also focusing on that a lot as well and um, at the same time I was also doing a lot of work with mental health so I was getting involved with um, charities like Mind and all, all of this I was get I was involved with like charities so that made it really helpful in the sense that I wasn't on my own and I had that support around me to deliver on these projects and then what happened after that it's a whole timeline <laughs> what happened after that like I said I carried on speaking speaking out so I was able to really find my voice um, and I, I was invited on multiple pa- panels to speak on racism especially racism in the education system and also on the other side it was like I was speaking about mental health and how mental health impact people of ethnic minorities like myself and I had also started my social media pages as, as well, which uh, it's is all about like just empowering, inspiring young people. And, and that that's where I focus on, you know, you you can do it like I believe in you and I'm going to believe in you until you believe in yourself. And once you believe in yourself, like that's it, you've got it from there. So that's uh, where the Instagram uh, page came from Sadia Speaks and at the time I, I didn't I really didn't know how I was going to do that then the podcast idea came and I started doing the podcast as well and um, I think I think that's about it I mean I've given you the whole like timeline but uh, I think that's 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 the really the, the background and that's how everything really like started and that's that's what's brought me to where I'm at today and I I know that I've missed a lot of things but like those were the key those were the key things and you mentioned challenges I think just for me the biggest challenge was like that doubt and that self-belief that I didn't have in myself I had the courage and the curiosity to go after these opportunities I was like really curious I was like oh like I wonder what this opportunity is about and then I'd have the courage in the sense that I'd be able to eliminate that fear and and and, and go towards and, and dive deep into those exp- those opportunities that would put me through right outside my comfort zone. And those are the two things that allowed me to grow confident in, in, in myself. But I wasn't confident back then and I was really self-insecure and I really I didn't didn't like who, who I was because of what society had told me about myself, because of what people had told me about myself. And and I think um these these opportunities have really allowed me to just be like you know what like you're like to just accept myself for who I am and just like you know what you're 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 doing great and don't let anybody ever ever tell you that you're 
not doing great or that you're anything don't let anybody tell you anything about your skin color your skin color it, it, it doesn't mean anything it doesn't define you your uh the the head that you cover the the headscarf that you cover your head with that doesn't define you either it's it's the it's the character it's the character that you hold that's what defines you like how kind are you how merciful are you how honest are you like those are what matter the most and I think and it's still it's still it's still a challenge for me now I still doubt myself a lot but I'm really fortunate to have been able to build that network around me where I'm able to come back really fast and like really tap myself and be like listen if you can't doubt yourself like you have all of this evidence all this experience you can't doubt yourself you have to keep on going so I think that's been the biggest challenge is like you know that anxiety and that like fear of like messing up and that self-doubt and it's like if you can if you can find it so easy to be negative about yourself you can flip it and you can say positive things about yourself especially if you're the type of person where you're empathetic towards other people why can't you be empathetic towards yourself and that those are literally the things I would say to myself um so that's been the biggest challenge I think so far it it hasn't been any anything else in terms of the work uh it's always been that mental challenge Yeah, I'm so glad that you were able to find that support and now you have this platform through your podcasting to encourage others to share their voices and to overcome those challenges. And so I have one more question for you. Lots of young people, particularly high school students, college students, as you mentioned, that's that's what they're called in the US. They want to create change and they want to make a difference, but they may not know how to get started. Do you have any advice for those people who may be listening? Yeah, I mean, I think it's so important to ask themselves one question, and that is why. Like, because a lot of the time, like, you, you they know they want to do something, right? And they, what's challenging is getting started. But if you ask yourself, okay, why do I want to do this? Like, why is such a powerful it's such a powerful question? Because ultimately, it's like, what's the purpose here? Like, why do you want to do this, right? And when you ask yourself why, and this is the the approach that I follow, and it's called the golden circle. And this, you can use this for anything you want to do, any goals you set, any dream, any ambition that you have. Where you start with why, and it's it's by Simon Sinek, uh, if anybody wants to like search it up. So you start with why, your why is your paper. So you say to yourself like, okay, why do I want to do this? And this this is the same approach that I used when I started my own like the, pro- the project with the uh, with the girls in the college where I, the first thing I said to myself like why and I was asking myself really what what's bothering me and why is it bothering me and so the, I ultimately found my papers and it w- which was like well this is something that's really important to me I want to be able to uh, to give that accessibility to to Muslim girls and girls from ethnic minorities because they also deserve to have like have fun and experience the benefits of of doing physical activity so that's my why and then you go and you you say how and with your how you brainstorm a couple of ways you can go about that idea so you literally write these things down where you you write down okay how can I go about this and you think think about maybe one person you can speak to think about one action you can take it might be a small action it might, it might be a big action what's important that it's an action that you can take that you can get started on straight away right um 
I think those are the two things that I had wrote down anyway, where I, I, I wrote down, this is somebody that you can speak to. And this is something that you can do. And the thing was, uh, I can set up my own sessions and I can speak to the sports coordinator, right? So that's your how. And then the last thing is your what, which is ultimately what it is that you're going to do. And it allows you to draw up like an action plan. But, but ultimately in the middle of that is your papers and your papers, that's what that's what's go, always going to keep you going. I mean, when I find... When I find things are, are getting tough for me, I might be like low on motivation, whatever it is. I'll remind myself, Sadia, why did you start in the first place? And I'll be like, okay, well, you started in the first place because of, and I'll literally explain to myself and and um, remind myself of the vision that I set out. So that's one that's like I found really, really beneficial to, to me. Another thing that you can do is um, find opportunities like because it's not always easy to be like okay I'm gonna do this it's not it's just not straightforward like it's not always straightforward but if you find an opportunity that will get you closer to that goal that's great so in this in the story that I mentioned to you earlier on it was like you know I realized that I had this fire inside of me in, in regards to racial inequality and I knew that I wanted to do something about it and so the opportunity was taking part in the peer research project and like after that other opportunities opened up so it's like finding one opportunity that you know that's going to get you closer to the goal and for me that for me I defined that as I'm going to be able to educate myself and I'm going to be able to do more about it so that's also another thing is like find yourself find an opportunity that will you will that will get you closer to that goal or that will get you closer to getting started or will even support you in getting started and I, I use the same approach with the podcast as procrastinating on it for such a long time um and I was like okay let me find an opportunity that will get me closer and the opportunity was a podcasting course so I did that for a month and then after that I was like I, I felt like I had the confidence to actually start my own podcast so I hope those those are the two things that have been really really I mean I've made a big difference in my in my journey so I really hope that you know other young people listening to this that they find that useful as well I found Sadia's story to be so inspirational and I'm glad I got the chance to share it on this podcast I think her whole path to finding confidence in herself and then being able to do this work to make that path easier for others is a great example of being the change you wish to see in the world. I want to highlight Sadia's advice about asking yourself what's bothering you right now. Everyone, absolutely everyone, has something that they wish could be improved. It may be something small or it may be a huge systemic social or political issue, but everyone has something in their lives that they feel could be improved. Sadia's words of advice are to ask yourself what that something is, because asking yourself that question and identifying a problem is the first step toward devising a plan to change it. I love Sadia's advice, and I think it's a great way to take a step back and reflect, which is something I know that I should definitely do more often. So I think we can all take Sadia's advice and spend some time reflecting and asking ourselves important questions. Because change comes when you ask yourself what's bothering you right now.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can connect with Sadia on Instagram at Sadia Speaks. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.